0: up everybody episode 46 the odd g's podcast there he is h Mays. yeah merry oh, christmas merry christmas jason and everybody out there
1: nice I time of year you this
0: time of year why is that because i know you're not a tenth of as busy or like strung out on all this shit that i am
1: no and so I'm many not. are i'm not you're just chill right it's just yeah a couple of days it's kind of like a normal you know week for me yeah, you know, oh. I went out and met a bunch of my fraternity brothers from Shippensburg University last night at in King of Prussia. We had a blast. Yeah. Tri are no, Lambda 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 Sigma Tall Gamma was the fraternity at Shippensburg. Okay, and, STG. Uh, yeah, they were great guys, and uh, I flunked out of Shippensburg, but I met those guys, so it was worth it. <laughs> By and large, part because you met those guys, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I went out last night, and uh the wife went out last night. She's working today. She takes care of all the Christmas stuff. Oh, it's like she enjoys it. No, she doesn't. Yes, you she just does. Have her right in. No, line. no, 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 no. She she <laughs> would do this regardless of if I was disapproving or or not. In which I wouldn't be. But she loves it. Oh, uh, my yeah. my
0: wife's handled a ton too. Like she is. She's a maniac, so it's great. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a chaotic week, and then with trying to finish up work, like the Flyers are playing today. Why? At 2 o'clock. Why? <laughs> I don't know. These Canadians, are. I'll tell oh, you. They're messed up, aren't they? <laughs> they're having some sort of, like, kids' day or something in Toronto. I don't even know how they do that because, like, the building sold out with a wait list in Toronto. Okay. So, I don't know. They have it during the day for some, I don't know, maybe they stick them in an auditorium and they watch a Leafs game together. Are they outside
1: know. like where the fans gather when the Toronto Raptors were in the finals? Like right in outside. That square? Yeah. Uh
0: I doubt it. It's probably a little little chilly in Ontario. But they don't and unless mind you got that. a sheet out there they can play. They <laughs> so don't they care. Skate. Yeah, they don't These
1: Canadians right. don't care. They're like you.
0: Yeah. A bunch of Yukons. <laughs> and uh so the Flyers play at two o'clock today. So we have a pregame um, show at one thirty.
1: Right. And then you I'd have say, to do the in between periods and the post game, right?
0: Yeah, doing it all from home though, because they're on the right. road, which is right. great. So that makes it a, a bit easier. But yeah, it's it's bizarre to have a two o'clock. And then they clay again tomorrow oh, in right, Carolina right tomorrow night.
1: Oh, wow. Now are you on video for that too, or is it just audio? Um, well, for
0: the radio part, it's just audio, but we do stream the pregame and post game show okay. along with the radio. Now, where where do people where can people get that? Right this here. Screen. We're at the same places. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. you know, the Twitter and You know the the YouTube and all that crap. Same thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. So yeah, they got that going on today, and they're coming off a win, so that's good. Yeah. Um. So, so you all settled for Christmas? Do do you you don't do you get the Lima anything for the holiday?
1: I told you we donate um to charities and stuff. But you don't pick her up anything, Harry? Like a few stocking stuffers or something? No. No. I mean we. We do this throughout the year. I mean, why why wait until you know and save it for Christmas? Like if I want something or she wants something in April, you know, we'll go get it in April. She doesn't ever say, Why why don't you wait? i make, maybe I'll get you that for Christmas. No,
0: that never that <laughs> ne- never gets spoken in this house. <laughs> that, that, that phrase does not get no. uttered. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> is, is there anything in particular that you've seen of late hire that you go, well, I would really like that. But you wouldn't Um, buy it
1: for yourself? No, pretty much I'd buy it for myself, everything. Uh, I got fitted for a new putter yesterday. I saw that tweet. Which was a great experience. So that's sort of like a Christmas gift. So that's Um, modern technology. I know you were raving about the technology. Yes, it's it's unbelievable. It's technology on steroids, and it's a local company too, Makefield over in Ben Salem. But, you know, so there's that. Um, You know, we just had an issue here at the house where uh, we have mice and mm-hmm. termites oh so, the combo platter Harry. so the combo mambo you know we're, we're gonna have to take care of that so that's sort of like a christmas gift that we have to purchase for ourselves to maintain this house so okay let me ask you a couple of questions on a couple of three questions on that yeah number one how did you find out you had termites how did how did you well, find out about
0: the termite rod
1: well we found out that we had mice first because we have the terminix yep. guys come you know every so often to you know inspect and do you know treat Spray the house for bugs. bugs and all yeah. that shit right so they came by to do that and the guy found you know four three of the mice traps had mice in them so he's like you know we might want to we got to address this like this isn't when you have one my, mouse you got more okay yeah. so they came by to to inspect for that and we've decided to put together a plan where they seal off the house and make sure that you know sealing the holes with caulk they, and everything every, everything Yep. And then take care of them inside. So that's going to happen. But while they were like walking around inspecting, I said, what about this? And I saw this little opening, this little like hole almost, a narrow hole in the floorboard right inside my front door. And I said, what is that? And the guy went down, put the light on it. He's like, termites. And I'm like, mm. get out of here. And he's like, seriously. He, you know, he's, and he's, dude, this guy knows. He he knows Mice. I mean, I learned more about mice and termites than I need to know from yeah. this guy. And he said, yeah, you got termites. And I'm like, well, we got to take care of that immediately. So they're doing both on Tuesday. OK, so they're going to treat it so that the termite
0: damage isn't significant enough that you got structural issues. As Correct. far as you know. Correct. But if we let
1: it go, you know, it's going to. So
0: now were these mouse traps outside? Where no, they they're in the-
1: inside in the uh, storage uh, room that we have down here. Uh, did you hear them snap at all? Uh, I have not. Okay. No, I'm not. That's always fun.
0: You hear, like, you're trying to fall asleep and you hear it snap. No. You know, no. Like, God, geez. Now I got to get up and get this thing out of
1: here. <laughs> but there's a certain way you got to set them. Yeah. You got to set them right against the wall. Yeah. Like, that's where they run. Because that's where they run. They always want to have a wall. I learned that, mm-hmm. like, right next to them. Yeah. And they follow their own pheromones. That's how they find their way back. If Mm -hmm. you will, like if they leave, if they find their way into the house, they're going to sense like there's heat coming from somewhere. Yeah. And from inside your house, and then they'll get into that crack and they'll find their way back out because they leave a trail of their own pheromones. I didn't even know. I didn't know anything about this. And they have these little tiny shits everywhere. Yes. They they crap like crazy. These mice, right? So you got to get rid of it. Yeah. And hope that they don't ruin your insulation like in your the, attic and stuff bingo
0: right so when i lived out in west bradford and i was out there in the boonies mm-hmm. we obviously you know we had some mice especially this time of year when it gets cold they come in and we had my dog our old rottweiler's dog food downstairs like in the in the ba- bottom level of the house the basement level right and we come to find out i'm sitting there watching tv down there one night and across the mantle comes a mouse with a with with a Hershey kiss in its mouth. <laughs> what? Like, like in when the wrapper?
1: The... In the silver wrapper? Yes. Like little... <laughs> I'm like, this
0: son of a bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and then I come to find out that this thing was, like, for, they were foraging the food and going up the wall in the laundry room mm. by the back door and storing the food. Right. So, I got a shop vac up in the wall, and how, I will tell you, I vacuumed out with the shop vac probably a a six pound bag of purina out of the wall wow Oh, the wall
1: yeah because they were storing it in the wall oh my god that one died in the wall and Uh, it stunk it was that's the whole thing man that's the whole thing i gotta avoid that
0: yeah you do not want that because that thing stinks for a while yeah lysol is not going to just mask it it's just gonna come back right so yeah, they're a real pain in the pain in
1: the ass, the the mice. They are. But uh, uh, you know, let, let's say it costs you four or five grand total to to eradicate the termites and the mice. It's well worth it. You know, your house is worth half a million dollars. You can't have the, the whole thing ruined because of these stupid critters. Is that the kind of dough that it's gonna cost? Is that the kind of contract you're about to sign? Well, we're doing yeah, we're doing we're doing the whole schmear. We're doing the, the Taj Mahal we're of not, uh extermination. Right we're, right, we're not messing around.
0: Mm. You know well so. good luck with it man because so we got that yeah. yeah he's got a strategy he didn't say whether it would work
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it's gonna work it works yeah uh yeah. robert elder uh joins the show says y'all should still be on the radio love the show Pest. well i don't Best. know about that yeah it depends uh, i don't think we could do the radio show anymore yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can go back. I mean, I, you know, it depends on the on the right situation. Yeah, I would consider it. Let's yeah. just put it that way. In other words, the right money. Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. I can be bought. That's right. It's exactly right. That's why I'm no longer there.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You basically told them to pound sand. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw this article and I looked at my Twitter and I see all these mentions and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Apparently, Kevin Kincaid from Crossing Broad wrote a story. Mm. Um about um that that clip that was put out where we talked about sports radio and then we had a follow-up clip. And I just kind of talked about being disappointed in the direction that the format went. We talked about it quite a bit. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, I saw it. it was on the at uh, geez pod Twitter feed. Yes. Yes. And it's A-H-J-E-E-Z. Right. Um
0: for G's. So he put out this story, and the headline reads, Apropos. 94 WIP bringing in Hugh Douglas syncs up with this Jason Martinez opinion. And it's just the one where I'm I'm talking about how disappointed I am in the route that, that radio took. You and I were discussing it, and they just hired Hugh Douglas. Yeah, who, uh, who we up.
1: love, by the way. We've had him on the podcast. He's a
0: friend of He's the show. He's one of our favorites, actually. Yep, yeah. yep, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm happy to tell that Hugh's coming back to town. From Atlanta, yeah. Yep. And uh, doesn't have to get up early anymore, so that's better for his lifestyle. And he's going to be working the midday show at WIP. I guess they announced this, what, yesterday?
1: I think it was uh, yesterday. Wednesday.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think so. So he's going to be doing the midday show with Joe Giglio because DeCamera and Richie are moving to mornings when Angelo
1: retires. Right, which well, is whenever the Eagles season ends. Correct. Like the day after the Eagles season ends, I guess it's the last day. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's that Friday. Jonesy was telling me the other. Or day. if they win the Super Bowl, he would go through the parade. Oh, he would. Yeah, I okay. think so. I think I saw something where if they do win the Super Bowl, which they could, he would be there for the parade, and that would be think about that as a way to go out. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, how great would that be? That's when you an consider, Yeah, when you consider how critical he's been of
0: the Eagles over the years, yeah. and you know some of the battles with the the Eagles, you know, executives and all sure. of that stuff. Yeah. Um. Very interesting, but you know, he, he talks in this article about you know the the mindset of sports radio, going you know, eagles, 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 and but sports radio was wise to go with the play the hits mentality uh, to for consistent leader, listenership and profitability. But the medium does become exhausting when we get to May, and we're still shoving the square Eagles peg into the round hole, Mm -hmm. eschewing other legitimate topics in the process. So, when I, and somebody had tweeted me and said, um, WIP's always been like that. No, I was at WIP from 03 to 2011. It wasn't like that. Hmm. Of course, you had Alan Iverson in town. Right. Yeah. I mean, even earlier, you had Iverson, you had Lindros, you had, you know, Pat Burl eventually. Mm-hmm. And then you have Utley and Rollins and Howard and Cole Hamels. So for a while there, I, I'm not even sure
1: when the tide turned to that, Harry. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, part of it, you know, that predated uh the 97.5 too, some of those years, you know, maybe yeah. the fact that, a you know, a competitor finally came into the marketplace might've, have, might've have changed that eventually. Focused it, you think? Yeah, it might have
0: you know i don't know it's a good point because then then the you know the issuance of ratings and competition you go okay if we're not talking this we're now there's an alternative so there's someplace losing.
1: else to go local. yeah yeah right but then you click over to the other place that they're doing the this <laughs> <laughs> right I mean, because because eventually they tried to like instead of be different mimic you know yeah. try to you know basically do the same thing and then there was the whole you know uh inter- Hiring of talent from this station, going to this station and back and forth. And, you know, you know. I thought that was the thing that you know, When I got to
0: the fanatic what was good was that it was it was very different in presentation to me. It was like and I worked at both. So I worked at WIP, but that was like my dad's sports radio station. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not my dad's, but
1: younger people's dad's sports radio station. Right. We came in trying to be sort of younger and hipper kind of. thing. Yeah. At least initially. Yeah. The whole presentation was, the music and
0: the returns was, the right. imaging and all of the elements of it were. And it was kind of, you know, it, it was an alternative that was different. Mm-hmm. Even though Mike was there, it was still much different than WIP. Right. You know, the, the Fanatics started Guest way before WIP,
1: more high I oh, guess before WIP did. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Mike's show was hip. Yeah. You know, compared to the alternative at that time. So yeah, yeah, you no, know, I know.
0: And then, and then the fanatic kind of became WIP.
1: Mm-hmm. And then junior. WIP changed, like WIP <laughs> 2.0. It was mm-hmm. you know, yeah, or
0: Junior. <laughs> yeah, and then WIP kind of changed into a lot of the you know with some some of the guys that with the hot takes and you know, so it just I don't know I, I don't know where it all kind of slid off off the course for me, but. Um, I remember my last couple of years even working mm-hmm. when you and I were doing the show. There weren't many shows that I could listen to.
1: It became less guy talk and more just, you know, focused on the football team. Yeah. Which yeah. got exhausting. It is. It's, it is exhausting.
0: Yeah. I mean, it brought the whole thing to the Rob Ellis line. Let's get it back to the evening. Right. It's like, Hilarious. Dude. It's May. There's (laughs) nothing happening.
1: But you know, I mean, our boss uh, used to tell us, I mean, in fact, he told me at least, if you're not talking football, you have to ask yourself why. And when he meant football, he meant Eagles. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's
0: it's crazy. But that's where it's gone. But, you know, best of luck to Hugh because. I love Hugh. He's a great guy. He is. A lot of fun. I wonder if we'll be moving back into the Glen Mills area, Harry. Oh yeah, is that where it was? For me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. uh he he was down in my neck of the woods. We've yeah. been going to the old Duffers pub a few times. Oh yeah, together. I remember I've little... been in there. Yeah, absolutely. That's a perfect right. bar for you. Right on Route One there. Yeah, there's two. There's one on Route One and then there's one on three fifty-two. The one on Route One closed. Oh, it did. Yeah, and it's that's the only one right. I've been to. Yeah, that's the original.
1: Where's three fifty-two?
0: So that is at Westchester Pike and three fifty two, that runs all the way up towards the Granite Run Mall. Oh, okay. like at Route One, that intersects with Route One, so it's down towards uh, like, like you would media. be going. Is that yeah. media? Yeah, but the the Duffers is at nine twenty six and and three fifty two, so it's down oh. in like Chester County area. Okay, so um, but yeah, good spot. And but you know Hugh's coming back to town. That's always good. So yep, I I thought maybe it made more sense to have Hugh in mornings.
1: Well, when I think of him, you know, and the way his personality is, I think of him as a morning guy. Yeah. You know, bit irreverent. Um, but maybe he didn't want to maybe he didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. He's doing well, mornings the morning show. there okay. too. Yeah.
0: With right. with Richie and the camera. So. Right. Right. I mean, could you imagine like John Richie's a really laid back dude? Mm-hmm. Could you like he's been dealing with the camera for years? Oh, God he, bless him. Yeah, I mean, he's probably ready to pull his eyebrows out. But now he's got to deal with them at, like, 5 in the morning. Oh, I know. John, how are you? <laughs> I know. You know, it's great to be with you. <laughs> Richie's going to be like, would you
1: shut up? <laughs> and then Seltzer, too, is like a oh, ball of energy. Oh, he's he'll be up at 2 in the morning. Oh. With bouncing. Bouncing oh, around. Leg shaking. Yeah, the legs shaking.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Those 2 in the morning. I'd yeah. be like, oh, my God, you've got to get away. All right. I got to tell you about Psalm uh, sleep because, you know, Hugh Douglas is going to start to be able to sleep in now. He's going to so get some. Sleep. Maybe he will. He will be getting <laughs> some sleep. If you're having trouble getting enough sleep at night, Psalm sleep has you covered. The scientifically advanced som stack includes ingredients that are naturally found right now in your body. Sleep is the best form of recovery, and it has helped n founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson take his game to the next level and it's quite simple all you got to do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bedtime and your body's going to naturally calm itself down other sleep supplements will leave you groggy in the morning but not some sleep you're going to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day have you ever conquered the day no not that i'm aware of harry i'm still trying to conquer a day uh, but you got to make sure an hour yeah (laughs) (laughs) then you need some sleep Right, yeah. Make sure you check them out at GetSom.com and use the code GEEZ, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Yeah, I have not conquered a day, but I've maybe
0: conquered, you know, a quarter hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you've conquered uh, Ville Nissan before. Yes, I have. <laughs> My son's 16 now. Yeah, I know. I know Holy like you said, shit. Yeah. How about we that? We took him out to a nice steak dinner last week uh, in yeah. Westchester at Pietro's Prime. And like he doesn't know how to handle himself in a nice restaurant. He oh, no, water on the ah, friggin' table, Jesus! Yeah, because he's reaching over everything, grabbing everything. Like, yeah, hey, I like,
1: mean, you got to teach this guy the manners,
0: yeah. Like, he's at the hockey rink. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, see, you, you, you hockey guys are
1: just animals.
0: I know, They're really just animals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with his hands in a
1: nice white tablecloth restaurant. <laughs> Taking the rolls and just tearing them yep. apart, and the, and the crumbs going everywhere. Yeah. yeah, now was it a place where they come by with the little crumb thing and and scrape the crumbs off the tablecloth? And yeah, they would have
0: done that, except for he he made the tablecloth a swamp when uh. he spilled the wa- the full water and ice <laughs> all over my phone. I'm like, oh jeez. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it life, was at night,
1: Harry. Your life is a is a is a constant ah jeez moment. What? Ange had an ear infection too. You're freezing. What? I can't hear you. Oh, really? Uh, Now, uh, here we go. Right on cue. Your internet stinks. What is happening? I know, and I'm on Ethernet too. I don't know. Does this ever happen during the Flyers broadcast?
0: It does. Yeah, it does. But yeah. Oh wow. So, but yeah. So, so Ange had an ear infection. She couldn't hear anything. So she's constantly saying. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. And I'm like, Oh Jesus, can somebody please just get rid of my hearing?
1: (laughs) Stick stick a fork in my eardrum right now. Was she like Joe Paterno? Remember Joe? Huh? I'm having a little trouble hearing you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, the the thing is too, whenever you you go to, I go to a nice restaurant with them and I said this to Evan before we go, I go, I guarantee Evan the first thing she's going to say she wants on the menu is the most expensive thing on the menu. Right. And we're there and she's like, I'm going to get, well, they have the Brussels sprouts and they have this and they, that. Mm -hmm. And she orders a ton of food and she's like, I think I'm going to get the surf and turf. (laughs) The filet bone and filet mignon and and lobster. lobster. Yeah. I'm going, geez, do we have to fill out a mortgage application while we're here? (laughs) Goodness. Do you have to always order the most expensive thing? Now, does she eat it all, or is it a lot of take no. home? Uh, she she'll take something? it home and eat it, but right, right, yeah. But I mean, she, her eyes are way bigger than her stomach, right, right. So oh. she's. Always I, didn't
1: now. you take her to the fondue place once? Yeah, the melting pot. Her. The melting pot. I remember there was a big, uh, big uh, discussion. Mikey point Miss gave on, me a lot of shit for that on Mikey Miss's show way back in the day. It was an anniversary dinner
0: yeah. we went, <laughs> and he was giving me crap. He's like how are you going to take her? I go, that's where she wanted to go. Right. Right. He's like, you still can't take her. I'm like, she wanted to go.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's him interjecting into my life again. Right. The single man telling you how to conduct yourself. (laughs) Right. My successful marriage. Right. It's worked so well for him. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Maybe you should have went to the melting
0: pot. Exactly. Right. Would you rather go to the melting pot, Harry?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, um, I had some sad news in the world of sports the other day. Um, in fact, I think it was Monday. Was it Monday or Tuesday? I even forget. I think Monday it was or Tuesday. Tuesday was when it happened, I think. But Monday afternoon, I'm driving around and I'm listening to uh, Mad Dog on Mad Dog Sports Radio. I like the national sports. And he's starting his show. Talking about the Immaculate Reception, which you know, the fiftieth anniversary is like this weekend, and he's talking about Franco Harris. And Franco Harris is coming up on the show at three thirty, so you know he does his first segment, and they go into Franco Harris. And I listened to it, and Franco, seventy-two years old, sounded pretty good. Had a couple of like once or twice he had to cough, but other than that, I thought he sounded pretty good for a seventy-two-year-old football player that's been you know hit a lot, right? I wake up the next day, six a.m., and find out that he passed away. Yeah, and he was talking it. about
0: how he was very
1: happy that he got to the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate reception, which is tomorrow, right? I mean, you know, he was 22 year old. 22 years old. He was a rookie out of Penn State when that yep. happened, and I happened to watch that live. Wow. I was seven years old, and that was the first year, '72, that season where I really, as a kid, remember diving into the NFL. And I was immersed in it and I watched that play happen live. I saw the, the, the entire season play out. The dolphins go 17 and zero, and I started to think about all the stuff that I've been fortunate enough to see, to witness either on television or in person or whatever over the course of my life. It's staggering yeah, to me. And I feel really fortunate, but I saw that play and like I fell in love with the NFL films too, which were huge where they just documented everything that went on in the league and they'd name these games. They named it the immaculate reception, the sea of hands game, which was, you know, mm-hmm. the Raiders against the dolphins, the, the Holy roller play, which was the Raiders against the chargers, you know, like all this shit. The ice bowl. Like, yes. The ice, Well, that I, that I didn't see that. No, okay, that's that's for, a little that was you. in the late sixties. I was alive, but I didn't say it. And if mm-hmm. I did see it, I don't remember it. My mom says that I watched super bowl four, which was the Vikings and the chiefs. Uh, and I was just spellbound by it. But I don't remember that. I remember 1972. Yeah. Like That's your first memories of sport. Yes. So the Oakland A's dynasty began that year, like 72, 73, 74. I believe they won three straight World Series, including playing against the Mets with an old broken down Willie Mays. Wow. Um. You know, so I remember all of that, like O.J. Simpson breaking the two thousand yard mark in a season, which was nineteen seventy three, I believe. I watched that game, and it was on. I think it was at Shea Stadium against the Jets, and it was snowing. Yeah. Um. You then, know, then like you saw him running from the Bronco exactly in 1994 the bronco chase which was going up against the nba finals that year i was living in north carolina and i saw that you know transpire the whole the the whole trial in 1996 i couldn't get enough of it you know and like all this shit like i saw henry aaron's 715th home run i believe it was like a monday night um you know at the start of the season in early april and i it was on tv and i was sitting there as a you know as a nine-year-old or whatever just right in front of the television, just like watching history. I saw all the, you know, the flyer cup runs, the, you know, the 80 fills, the 83 sixers, Reggie Jackson hit the three home runs, uh, you know, in the playoffs for the Yankees, you know, like all those great teams, Joe Montana's entire career, including at Notre Dame with the chicken wow. soup game against the university of Houston in a cotton bowl, wow. you know, like all this shit. It's amazing.
0: And you feel like if like the things that are happening today, people aren't seeing because, like, there's so many options now. Like, you didn't have all right. these options of consumption then. Right. You know, YouTube and Hulu mm-hmm. and all yeah. this stuff. There was no distractions it, for me. No. Right.
1: And when you watch something, you actually watched it. Right. You didn't watch it while scrolling your phone and not really paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. Or reading yeah. the ticker on the screen. Right. For that, ma- for that matter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. amazing. I mean, Muhammad Ali, you know, I was fortunate enough to watch, all, you know, a lot of that transpire, you know, uh, some of Jack Nicholas's career, all of Tiger Woods's career. Tyson. Yeah, Tyson. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I saw was... the lunar landings. I saw President Nixon resign. You do you know? remember Bud Dwyer hair offing <laughs> yeah. himself? Well, I do. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. That was like the first viral moment. <laughs> I, yeah, it might have been, you know, that was yeah, that was incredible. I mean, You know, but that OJ thing really launched cable news, you know, into the stratosphere.
0: Yeah. You know, the trial did because it it was 24-7. Yes. You had the trial all day and then the pundits talking about it and breaking it down. Judge Ido, Right. And Marsha Clark and... Chris Darden, the fact that I remember Barry Sheck. I know they were, they were like, stars. I remember these
1: names, yeah. They were like TV stars,
0: yeah. I didn't even mention obviously, you know, Robert Kardashian or Johnny Cochran, you right. know, some of the big players involved. It was crazy, yeah. Greta Van Susteren became a household name, yes.
1: You know? I mean, Jesus,
0: <laughs> what was the dude's name that uh found the glove about the, the house guest, the dude with the long hair? Oh, remember he, that?
1: Kato Kalen,
0: yes. Yes. He was a star
1: for a while. Yes. This guy's
0: doing appearances. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, but I, mean, I saw Bird and Magic in the a- in the NCAA finals in 1979. And then that launched really the greatest decade or two decades of the NBA history, in my view. Yeah. The 80s and the 90s, you know. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I was glued to that shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, know? you saw Jordan, the eight yeah. championships or, or what? Six championships. Six, six championships. In eight, in eight years. Because took yeah. two years off.
0: Mm-hmm. And one of those years was '94 when Houston won their back-to-back championships. Right. with Right, right. Wow, that's yep. incredible. Who was the coach of that Houston? Was that Rudy, Rudy Tomjanovich? Rudy T, I believe. Yeah. yeah and I saw the... him get punched. Yes, by Latrell Sprewell. No, 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 no. He no. tried to strangle. No, uh, that was Carlissimo. PJ Carlissimo. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm crossing my streams. Yes, Harry, of history. yes, you are. But I thought you know I saw all those you know the the Islander dynasties you know for those four years the Canadians yeah. the Oilers you know it was like dynasty after dynasty in hockey after the Flyers won their two cups. Yeah, well the Canadians won it four years in a row after they knocked out the Flyers in
0: '76. Then yep. Then the Islanders win four in a row. And then you have the Edmonton team which won four and five years. Mm-hmm. Just incredible
1: teams. I saw the gold. You know the the. uh U.S. team winning the gold in uh miracle in and hockey ice. in
0: 1980. Yeah, what thing people don't remember about that is actually the game against Russia, the Miracle on Ice game, was actually a semifinal game. That was the semis. They had to beat Finland, I believe. After yes. that, right? Yeah, yeah. The fighting in Finns. Can that's you exactly imagine right. if they didn't win that game? Oh my God, that would have been. <laughs> I mean, do you the believe in miracles? Travesty. Do you yeah. believe
1: in silver medals? <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's the
0: thing to win the gold, and that yeah. was also the, the miracle because and even when
1: the russians came to play the flyers like when they did that tour in the united states where they were in canada where 76. they were taking on the nhl teams
0: eddie van amp mm-hmm. took the guy out he lives. he lives uh, not far down the road from me right here is
1: that right yeah, yeah. how's he doing
0: my, um he's old yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i haven't seen him in a while but uh yeah he's in the area um hmm. his daughter went to high school with my sister or middle school okay or high school, I guess it was, and um, tragically passed in a car accident when they were in, like, 10th grade. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so many great memories when mm-hmm. you think back at it. I mean, like, this past weekend, it was crazy with that comeback in the NFL.
1: Oh, yeah, that, the Minnesota game? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, think the about hell? Matt Ryan, what he has been through, giving up the to 3 lead in the Super Bowl at halftime and then giving up a 33 to nothing lead. In an important game for Minnesota, at least. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. You got to get over there on the sideline You have got to wake up. Yeah. Well, I mean, the uh, defense, you know, he. you should, you score 33, you should win the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. The thing is, is it
0: all of a sudden that comeback just grabs momentum and it becomes something you can't, can,
1: you can't you get can't your arms it. around. Yeah. yeah. Well, I witnessed, speaking of that, the Frank Reich game I saw when I was living in North Carolina. Buffalo Bills. I think they were down 35 to three at halftime against the mm-hmm. Oilers and Warren Moon. And you're thinking, yep. oh, this game's the over. run and shoot. Yeah. And they came back and won it. Yeah. I mean, yep. you saw the old run and shoot offense. Absolutely. Jim <laughs> Kelly. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. So, um, let's tell the people about uh, uh, investing their money, Harry, because yes. you're spending a little more maybe than you wanted in the
1: holiday season. You got to make sure in the new year, You get things back in order. Get a financial plan going for 2023. Wealth Advisory Services, if you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and the entire team over there have over 100 years of first-class service working with all different levels of investors across the country. And there's something more powerful than luck or coincidence that helps to bring financial independence. It's called planning, and as pros dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management insurance tax estate retirement planning and beyond located in bucks county pa in cape may new jersey wealthadvisoryservices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth
0: there you go yeah. um so are you doing anything are you going anywhere for dinner for the holiday uh
1: well, yeah we'll go up to uh, uh my brother-in-law's place for christmas day all right nice yeah, yeah they, you know they got kids they got the nephews up there yeah they gotta be, they gotta stay on, on home base yeah, exactly. So oh, if that's Sunday, you know, Christmas is Sunday. There's three NFL games on that day, and I think they all stink. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, you know, I love, but I love it though because it's on a Sunday, so the NFL is it's pushing their way in to what the NBA likes to call their day. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, the it, NBA. Yeah, yeah, I love this. The NBA starts at noon and it goes all the way through to like midnight or something. There's like five games on, I believe.
0: ESPN should mix their coverage.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Run a too deep zone with the right. NBA guys and the NFL guys on the
1: same set. Yeah, but there's three lousy NFL games on, but I'll still watch the NFL. Yeah. Well, it's the NFL. That's crazy as that is. Saturday. Saturday's going to be a good day in the NFL, though. Yeah. Eagles, Cowboys, 425, I believe. And no hurts. No hurts. And, of course, you don't like to see anybody get hurt, especially him. But I was wondering yes, or why the coach chose, I believe yesterday, to tell everybody that Minshew is going to be the starter. Yeah, why tip the hand? Is that really necessary? I mean, I kind of figured it was going to be Minshew anyway because the Eagles only need to win one more game to clinch home field throughout, which is, which is huge. And they'll get it. And they might even beat Dallas with Minshew. I wouldn't rule that out at all. But why tell them Wednesday? Like, I would still leave it kind of – League game Dallas time decision. thinking like hey it could be jalen hurts we we got to prepare for him because they're they're different quarterbacks
0: yeah i you know? i would have strung it out as long as i
1: could that was within yeah. the rules so that, that's right. what i would have done yeah i don't know Absolutely. why sometimes i just wonder like doug was very candid like he would let you know what he was thinking it's like dude do you really just keep that in the locker room we don't need to know that yeah keep that under wraps yeah no so, reason to put it out there, but I still think they can
0: beat Dallas on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, no, they're a good team, there's no doubt
1: about it. Yeah, totally solid. All right, Harry, we got to wrap it up because I got you got anybody else we need to mention? Oh, yeah, we got Fudge Kitchen, the original yes. Fudge Kitchen sponsor of Not For Long Media and the OG's pod. Uh, staple of the Jersey Shore, six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The Original Fudge Kitchen makes all their fudge, all their treats in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. Stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. Uh, but if you're not able to visit in person, it's not a problem because they ship across the USA. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com. The Original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to wrap, go. wrap it up. We got to wrap it up because I got to get the Flyers coverage, Harry. I know right. you'll be listening and watching. Absolutely. The, the boys in Toronto for a little matinee weekday hockey action. Yeah. Yo. Against Matthews, huh? Matthews, Mara, yeah. Tavares. Yeah. yeah. It's a good squad. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't want to be in the pipes today. <laughs> Not with that <laughs> release get... of Matthews. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> that guy can fire the pill. Exactly. All right. All right. Uh, have a good Christmas. Everybody have yep. a good, safe holiday. And uh, we'll be back next week. We'll crank her up once again. And then we'll get closer and closer to 2023. Holy cow. Almost heart. Like, insane to say, 2020. It really, it really is. Wow. You're right. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching episode 46 of the Odd podcast. We'll talk to you next week.